a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Wednesday, March 15th. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner has filed her response to Attorney General Andrew Bailey's attempt to get her removed from office. The AG has alleged willful neglect of duty. In the filing late Tuesday night, Gardner denies Bailey's allegations on issues of bond hearings, staffing, and filing and resolving criminal cases. On some of the core issues raised in the petition, Gardner questions statistics and news articles used by the Attorney General, alleging they are inaccurate. The Circuit Attorney also questions assertions made by the AG about obligations to notify victims of crimes. Bailey called for Gardner's ouster after a visiting teen was critically injured in a downtown crash. The driver charged in the case had repeated violations of his bond conditions. KMOX goes in-depth. Total Information AM co-host Carol Daniels spoke with KMOX legal analyst Brad Young of Harris Dow Fisher & Young to get more about Kim Gardner's response. She's asking for this to be dismissed, and and she asserts a very interesting argument here, Carol, is basically under Section 106, which is the statute that allows the attorney general to have a prosecutor removed for this quo warranto action. It states that it can only be uh, done, it can only be accomplished for willful neglect, failure, or refusal uh, of an official's duties. And what Kim Gardner's attorney goes through in very specific detail is the two instances where this has occurred with prosecutors over 80 years ago. The only time it's ever been used for a prosecutor. And in the occurrences 80 years ago, there were there was enormous evidence of corruption in office, officials taking bribes, officials getting payouts and money. And so she uses that to say there's nothing similar here. But the problem with that argument is that under Section 106, corruption isn't required. All that's required is willful neglect, failure, or a refusal uh, of an official's duties. And that's pretty much exactly what Andrew Bailey has alleged. He, he, of course, you mentioned willful or willfully. They also claim that he doesn't use the words intent or intentional. That's true. He doesn't use those words. But under the statute, I don't see that that we see the word willful neglect, but failure uh, doesn't require intent. Uh, So in in that instance, if you look at strict construction, which is a a legal term that's used to interpret statutes, and it's very specific here, that means the words have to be read exactly as they are, as, as they were enacted when signed into law. Failure doesn't require intent. So when you look at that, it it creates an issue. Uh, I don't think that uh, at this point we have enough to know whether Andrew Bailey is going to be successful or whether Kim Gardner is going to be successful. But neither side has a so-called knockout punch when it comes to this action. And is failure willful? And we're almost getting into is, 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 is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we are, but that's the whole thing with strict construction, Carol, is that you truly have to parcel words. And if you look at, and I've got it right in front of me, uh, willful is in front of neglect, but failure doesn't have a modifier. So it simply says failure. And and so what the uh, attorney general is alleging is that all of the instances of not covering cases of failure to prosecute, having to dismiss and refile, all of those things we've been hearing about for the past several years, his position is that constitutes failure. Kimberly Gardner's position is, is that because 
none of these issues were willful, then the statute doesn't apply. And that's why we have judges. She does say, too, that Mr. Bailey's petition seeks to, excuse me, take advantage of tragedy for political points while ignoring the will of voters. That might be true in the minds of the public, uh, in in the court of public opinion, but Hmm. will it sway a legal argument? No, that really doesn't have any effect. That's truly for a public opinion and public consumption. There's also a line in in all of the pleadings that that, uh, Ms. Gardner filed yesterday pointing out that she was duly elected twice, but the attorney general has never been elected. To to a judge, that argument is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Andrew Bailey is the attorney general of Missouri, regardless of how he got there. But that demonstrates that in this document, it serves a dual purpose. One is legal, but the other is PR because uh, she's in a fight for her office, and part of that involves public relations. And I did not read the attorney general's original filing. Um, was any of that, could we say of any of his filing, that it was public relations, some of its legal, some of its public relations? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I read through all of the initial Quo Warranto action, and there were definitely lines in there that were designed uh, to engender uh, a, a public acceptance of his argument that went beyond legal arguments. And when you've got a case like this, Carol, that that it plays out uh, in the media and in the minds of citizens as much as it does in the courtroom, they all have to have that dual purpose when they're filed. You can read Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's full response to the court on KMOX.com. Mayor Tashara Jones speaking out against the effort by Missouri lawmakers to return the St. Louis Police Department to state control. Well, we all know that this isn't about public safety. It's about power and control. Uh, they want to take us back to the 1800s, uh, to a time when we the, the Union-leading cities had to fight the Confederate-leaning state. And nobody wants to go back to those times. Backers of state control say it's about public safety to distance the department from the mayor's political views on policing. The legislature is on spring break this week. When they return next week, the state control bill that already passed the House will go to the Missouri Senate. A local precious metal dealer says gold and silver sales are up this week on fears about the banking industry. Barry Faintich of Midwest Money says his gold and silver sales have quadrupled since the California bank failure on Friday. Right now, some people are actually going to the bank, physically taking out cash and buying gold and silver with it. In St. Louis? In St. Louis in quantity. Not just one or two people. There's quite a few people that are concerned and and buying gold and silver right now. Fingers says most people are buying one-ounce gold coins that sell for about $100 above the current market rate for gold, which is about $1,900 an ounce. Covering St. Louis County's governments. Last week's vote to spend $300,000 on what the St. Louis County Council calls an educational campaign for Proposition M has drawn an ethics complaint. Proposition M would establish a sales tax on marijuana. Watchdog Tom Sullivan says he filed with the Attorney General's office about the spending and not putting it on the agenda. Discussions were held in secret, away from the public. This will be the reason for another Sunshine complaint with the Attorney General's office. 
a de facto vote was taken outside of a public meeting. Sullivan quoted a state Supreme Court ruling suggesting the educational campaign about it violates the law. Rules about smoking could soon be changing. The St. Louis County Health Director wants to expand smoking regulations. Among the items Dr. Kanika Cunningham is asking the council to consider is making casinos smoke-free as indoor public places. Casinos do have restaurants, and you do have kids that also visit those areas. In addition, you have people who um, um, don't like to be exposed to secondhand smoke. She told a council meeting of the whole Tuesday her proposal also includes restricting public marijuana and e-cigarette use, the same as tobacco. A St. Louis County police lieutenant who announced his retirement on Friday has already found a new job. Troy Doyle is named the new police chief of Ferguson. He replaces Chief Frank McCall, who resigned suddenly last month amid turmoil at Ferguson City Hall. Doyle had previously sued St. Louis County when he was passed over for the job of chief, claiming racial discrimination. A Missouri state senator wants lawmakers to approve of autonomous platooning. It's a group of connected trucks that travel in a tight formation. Missouri Trucking Association President Tom Crawford supports it. The concept is for this model of platooning that the second vehicle would have the driver in the bunk getting his rest, getting her rest, and keeping those hours of service rolling so that then after the first driver uses theirs, they're able to switch positions in trucks and continue that movement of two loads versus one load. For commercial trucks, there's a statute that says you can't follow any closer than 300 feet. Crawford says with this technology, they could shorten it to 50 or 60 feet. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul is applauding President Biden's executive order expanding background checks to buy weapons. The AG used the occasion to announce an introduction of state legislation to use consumer fraud laws to go after gun dealers that use what he calls dangerous sales and marketing practices. He compares the bill to those that targeted e-cigarette and opioid sales. Advancing Illinois legislation would make driving with a dog or cruising with a cat a crime if the animal is sitting on the driver's lap. WBBM's Andy Dane reports. If State Representative Jahari Williams, a Democrat in the 10th District, has his way, driving with your pet could cost you. Williams is the lead sponsor of House Bill 2910, under which anyone driving with their pet in their lap would be subject to a $50 fine. He says the legislation is all about preventing distracted driving and is providing some numbers to back up his case. Williams has cited a AAA survey that found 31% of drivers admitted to being distracted by having their pets in the car and 20% who reported being in accidents while their pet was on their lap. The measure has moved out of the State Transportation Committee and now goes to the House floor. Last week's tragic murders of Americans visiting Mexico for a tummy tuck puts new focus on what's called medical tourism. Every year, more than a million Americans cross the border into Mexico to save up to 70% on elective procedures. But SLU Cares Dr. Fred Buckhold at SSM Health, St. Louis University Hospital, says there's a good reason health care costs more in the United States. When you see a doctor... You're seeing somebody that's nominally and usually at a bare minimum has had seven years of training to practice the way they're set to practice. And that's markedly different than somebody that may have a year of training or training at a place that's less regulated. You don't know the quality and the, the, the substance of the person that's taking care of you as well. And that, to me, carries a huge risk. And besides the safety risk going into Mexico... Dr. Buckold says there's also the risk of needing follow-up care that might not be covered by your insurance here in the States. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. 
The people who bring you baseball on TV are in some financial trouble. The parent company of Bally Sports Midwest filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy Tuesday night. The network carries Cardinals baseball and Blues hockey. In fact, Diamond Sports Group carries 42 teams in Major League Baseball, the NHL, and NBA across the country. The network is over $8 billion in debt and filed a reorganization that would have it become its own company, breaking off from Sinclair Broadcast Group. Diamond does not expect a long-anticipated bankruptcy to impact operations, at least for now. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Sports fans who want to enjoy the new City Park Soccer Stadium without paying the price of Major League Soccer tickets will soon be in luck. The MLS Next Pro Minor League Team, City 2, opens its home schedule there on Sunday, March 26th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow and start at $12. There are 14 home games running through mid-September, with most played on Sunday evenings. St. Louis Billiken senior point guard Yuri Collins has been named an Associated Press All-America Honorable Mention. He holds all the school's assist records and is the first slew player named by the AP since Jordair Jett in 2014. Collins remains a finalist for the Bob Cousy Award for the nation's best point guard. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.